the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How's it going, everybody? Today, I'm very excited to announce my guest. He's a good friend of mine. He's a former 12th round draft pick by the Detroit Tigers, and he is now a current Seattle Mariners pitcher. Will Vest, how are we doing today, brother? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, excited to, to be on the show. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries, my man. So first and foremost, we have to represent the hometown a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your hometown of Houston, Texas, and what makes it so special. Ah, uh, yeah, Houston, Texas. Um, that's uh, grew up in a suburb right outside of it, south of it, Sugarland, and then uh, moved to uh, Missouri City, which is right next to it in high school. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's where I grew up. It was the stomping grounds. Uh, it was a had a good childhood, a lot of friends. Still keep in contact with a lot of them from there. That's where it's where all my family is now. I'm now in Dallas, Texas, but uh, hoping to get back to uh, to H Town as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure. So you decided to stay at home in high, after high school, play for Stephen F. Austin State. Um, what kind of led up to that decision and kind of what was your recruiting process like? Man, all right. Uh, so I didn't have the uh, the typical recruiting process as uh, everyone else. I, uh, I wasn't the best um, kid coming out of high school. I was still honestly developing uh, when I was a senior in high school. So, uh, the recruiting process was a little different for me. I, instead of schools reaching out to me, I was emailing, uh, schools every day. Um, both of my brothers had played in the Southland conference, uh, which is what Stephen F. Austin was. And they just made a, or they're going to move next year to a, uh, to the WAC. But, um, so I just started emailing all those schools in that conference and, um, Finally, one of the a couple of coaches got back to me, but Johnny over at uh, at SFA, he uh, he emailed me back and asked me to come up just to kind of take a look at the school and everything. Um, and so I went up, took a look, and he was like, "All right, our next move is we need to come down and see you play." And back in back in this time, I was playing shortstop, so I actually went to SFA as a shortstop. Um, so. He wanted to come see me play. Uh, I ended up breaking my foot during a game uh, my senior year, so he couldn't come see me play. Once that got healed up, it was like early July, and school started that August. And I hit him up and said, hey, my foot's healed. Can I come up there and do a little workout with you to see if I'm good enough to come up there? And So I went up there like middle of July, um, did a little workout with him, and he was just like, well, we don't have any money or anything for you, but you can be a preferred walk-on. We'll invite you up and you can uh, basically come try out for the team and we'll see how it goes. And so that's what, it, I, what, that's what I ended up doing. Went up there and basically tried out for the team during the fall and I made it and played shortstop my first two years and then switched over to pitcher my last year. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So, yeah, you kind of mentioned it, but, you know, your first couple of years at Stephen F. Austin, uh, you were a left fielder at a shortstop. When did you become a pitcher and kind of what was that transition and process like? So my first two years, we weren't that good. Um, and I mean, I couldn't really hit that well, but my, my freshman year, I remember we, um, we got clocked with a radar across the diamond, just, you know, from third to first, just trying to see how hard we could throw. And it was me and another freshman that threw the hardest. I think he threw like 94 and I threw like 91 across the diamond. So, um, I always knew that I could, well, 
not always, but that year I was like, wow, I've got some pretty good arm strength. I did not have that in high school. Uh, cause I finally kind of started working out and everything, putting on some weight. And, uh, so I had that in the back of my mind and our first two years, our pitching staff wasn't too great. So, uh, finally my junior year, I was just like, or my sophomore year, I was just like, Hey, like, is there any way that I can get up on the bump and, and try to pitch a little bit? And we had had like two weeks left in the season. So he was just like, well, you can throw a couple of pins. We'll see, you know, about next year, you know, you never know. So I threw a couple of bullpens uh, towards the end of the season. And uh, he was just like, all right, like go home this summer. And cause you typically in college, you'll play some summer ball and stuff like that. And I was playing for a team during the summer and he was like, just try to get some innings uh, during summer ball and then come back and we'll see what we can do. So I went home, I threw one inning <laughs> all summer. I played shortstop the rest. And uh, so I came back in the fall and uh, we were basically, I was going to be like a two-way guy. I was going to play shortstop and then come in and pitch um, towards the end of the game. And uh, that was the plan. And then I ended up tearing my UCL uh, on scout day, actually in the fall. So a bunch of scouts coming out, we're facing live hitters and stuff and, I think it was the second hitter I faced. I blew out my elbow. So uh, I had to go through Tommy John surgery. And then after that, after talking to my coach, he was just like, all right, we're not going to be, we're not going to do that again. So you got to pick one. You're either going to be a shortstop or you're going to be a pitcher. And uh, he had told me from that scout day that a couple scouts, you know, were intrigued a little bit. They liked what they saw. So he was like, if I were you, I think you have a, uh, a path to getting drafted if you choose pitching. So I was like, all right. So Whenever I came back from my surgery, I was just a, a pitcher only and then pitched that one year and ended up getting drafted in 2017. Yeah, man, I know you got to miss hitting a little bit, though. I, mean. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I joke all the time. Uh, I tell people, I was like, you know, that fall that I hurt myself, I was starting to figure it out with the bat a little bit. But <laughs> they're just like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I I couldn't really hit too well. I wasn't, a, uh, I wasn't the best hitter by any means, but uh, I do miss it. It was fun. Yeah, I feel it. Um, so, you know, following your, your college career, you know, you're drafted by the Tigers in the 12th round. What was that experience like? Kind of what were you up to? What were you doing? Were you just tuning into the draft? Were you fishing? What was the, what was the scoop? Dude, it was, uh, that was a long day or a long couple days. Uh, it, uh, it's nerve wracking. So, you know, I, I never really had anybody that close to me um, that I gotten drafted. I had one family friend that was a little bit older that uh, got drafted, but I, I didn't know anything you know um they they send you questionnaires and everything you fill them out and uh everyone's a little bit different you're 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 asked some different questions and stuff like that and so leading up to the draft uh i i got invited to go to a couple like workouts after um after the, my college season and i decided to go to the rangers one there was one because it was near my home Actually, I, I went to two there. I got invited to the Tigers one, which was in Florida. I got invited to the Rangers one, which was up in Dallas. And then uh, the Padres, which was actually at their at their field out there in San Diego. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the San Diego one and I'm going to go to the Rangers one. And um, I did pretty well at both of those. And so I had had my thoughts of which team I thought that I was going to go to based on who talked to me the most, who showed me the most interest. And to be honest, I thought it was either going to be the Padres, uh, for sure the Red Sox, or maybe the Rangers. And I talked to the Tigers a little bit, um, but if you if you would have asked me, hey, you know, let's make a bet, who, who do you think is going to pick you? I would have put all my money on the Red Sox because that's who talks to me the most. 
Um, and so leading up to on that, on the second day, I think it was like, I think it's rounds three through 10 on the second day. Um, I got a call like in the fifth from the Red Sox saying, Hey, uh, we're going to take you in the sixth round. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, um, sounds great. And then they ended up taking somebody else. I get a call right after they pick somebody and says, Hey, sorry, we're taking you next round in the seventh. I was like, Oh, okay. No worries. I've got all my family there, basically just like my brothers, my sister-in-laws. I think my uncle came in and a couple like close friends. And um, so we're all sitting there watching the TV and everything. The seventh round comes up, Red Sox come up with their pick, not me. And I told everybody, I was like, hey, I'm getting drafted right here. And so we're all like anticipating it and then nothing. So I was just like, man, you got to be kidding me. So then uh, nothing ended up happening um, that the second day. I think the Rangers ended up calling me saying uh, there was a chance I may have gone in the 10th, but uh, they actually picked one of my buddies, one of my uh, hometown buddies. But uh, so then I got a bunch of calls right after the draft ended on the second day from like five or six teams saying, hey, we're probably going to take you in like the 11th, 12th round. I was like, okay, sounds good. So they're like, be ready for tomorrow. We'll give you calls before everything like that. So I had like two teams that had called me saying, Hey, we're taking you in the 11th round. And then they come up nothing. And so by this point I'm pissed. I'm like, damn, I'm never getting drafted. And so that third day, um, my whole family wasn't there. Like my, one of my brothers is at work and my oldest brother was there and I'll never forget I had had enough and I said, you know what? I need to get away from this. Um, I'm going back to my room. I think it's actually kind of funny. Me and my brothers, we, we would always play like games in the house and stuff like that. And we had little ping pong balls and like a mini bat. And so I was, I was going to get that in my room and I was about to start playing with my brother. Cause I was like, I'm tired of listening to this. I need to get my mind off of it. So I literally go back to my room at the back of the house and I hear my brother yell, holy shit, Will, you're a Detroit Tiger. And I, like, kind of turned around, like, what? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So I ran out there and, like, saw my name come across the board and everything. So uh, it was a little different, but I think everybody has their draft day story. Some are great, some are okay, and then some are kind of annoying. But uh, I, by the end of it, you know, I was excited to, uh, to get the chance to play. So um, it was definitely a roller coaster couple of days, that's for sure. Yeah, I know you must have enjoyed playing against those uh, those Portland Sea Dogs, <laughs> all all of that stuff, man. And then whenever you get up there to to Seattle, you know it's going to be nice playing against those Red Sox a couple times too. So yeah, <laughs> a bit more sweet. <laughs> so, what was your first game as a professional like, and how big of a transition was like pitching, you know, at the professional level rather than college? Um. Well, for me, it was the fans that's for sure we didn't really have that many uh fans at our games there was a couple that we went to go play like we would go play bigger schools like tcu a&m stuff like that but it was always midweek so there really wasn't that many fans so i remember our my first game was against uh lowell uh it was actually the red sox their uh, their affiliate in short season and um i i forget what it, i think it was like the eighth inning i was coming in and i literally step on the mound and I throw my first like warm up pitch and it starts pouring rain. And I was just like, are you serious? Like I'm about to get delayed right before my first pro outing. And so there's like probably, I don't know, six to 8,000 fans there. They were, they had a lot of people there. 
So then they, they call it or they're just like, Hey, let's go. I think it's just a quick shower. Let's go sit in the dugout. And, uh, so I go sit in the dugout for like 10 minutes and I am just, my heart is bumping out of my chest cause I'm so nervous. And, um, I'm, I'm just sitting there in the, in the dugout kind of looking at everybody in the stands. And I was like, Holy crap. Like I've never pitched in front of this amount of people before, but, uh, and then I come, I come to find out, like, in pro ball, that's kind of how it is. Like, in your warm-up pitches, I always have, like, that, like, those butterflies. But then as soon as, like, the hitter steps in the box, everything kind of goes away. So, it went away whenever uh, whenever the hitter stepped in the box. And um, But, yeah, it was a, it was an awesome experience, that's for sure. Yeah, man. And I can't wait to be tuned in whenever you make your MLB debut, too. So, you know – I'm a Mariners fan, so it's going to be sweet. <laughs> um, it's going to be uh, on another level of, uh, oh, yeah. of butterflies. But as far, as far as fandom goes, maybe they'll give you like a Wednesday morning or something. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the best player you've ever played with and the best you've ever played against? I know it's going to be tough picking from that Seawolves roster a couple years ago, but do your best for me. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of take it by – Oh man, I don't know. Like the best, if I'm going to say position player, and this is kind of, if any of those Seawolves guys listen to this, this is going to be pretty funny, but I'm going to say one of the best defensive guys I've ever played with is Cole Peterson. That guy, almost every game he was making a play where you were just like, wow, like that was, that was unbelievable. Um, So he's one of the better defensive guys I've ever played with. As far as best, I mean, take your pick from from that that Seattle. I mean, that uh, SeaWolves team. I mean, you had three first rounders at the beginning before we had all those trades. So, you, I mean, you got Fiedo, you got Mize, you got Manning. I mean, those guys are unbelievable. So, I, it's hard to pick. I'll let the uh, I'll let the analysts do the picking for that. I don't I don't know as far as um, of who the best, but. Best one I've ever played against. Oh man. Um, I might have to date this back to uh, to college. Um, I don't know, man. There's there's been some good players. I mean, honestly, probably the, I would say a team. One of the best teams that had my number uh, was the Pirates. Their Double A Altoona. They had my number every time I went out. I don't know if they knew what pitches I was throwing. I don't know what it was, but uh, I would say I'm just going to keep it general and say uh, the Altoona curve. They uh, they had my number. Yeah, man, they're they're a good squad. They always have a good double A team. I don't know what it is, man, but they always have a good double A team. So, you know, you've been through all the ranks of the minors, you know, single A, low A, double A, triple A, all that. Um, you know, this offseason, the Seattle Mariners claimed you. What's it like, you know, gearing up for a season where you know you'll be on the major league roster and, and kind of how excited are you to get up there, man? Dude, I'm pumped. Um, it's uh, it's kind of bittersweet because, uh, I mean, the last four, four and a half years I've spent um, with the Tigers, you know, building friendships. And, um, you know, I still keep in contact with a lot of those guys. So uh, hopefully those friendships will last on. But. Um, that part's tough kind of leaving, leaving that, but it is, uh, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air, uh, change into a new team. Cause it's almost like you get a blank slate. Um, you know, you go in, nobody really knows you, uh, nobody's really seen you play other than, you know, some of the analysts or GM or whatever, but, 
um, as far as players. So it's, it's, uh, it's kind of refreshing to kind of have that. Uh, it's almost like, Hey, I get to start all over again. So I'm excited about that. That's for sure. Um, everything that I've heard about the Mariners from some close friends that either have friends in the organization or have been with the organization has been nothing but positive. They're, um, they don't have enough good things to say about the organization saying, you know, on the road that they're on with their rebuild, trying to get back to, you know, winning games and competing for, for the playoffs. So uh, I'm excited to kind of be a part of that. Yeah, man, I'm excited for you to be a part of that too. So I'm going to be tuned in. I, I don't even think I've really ever talked about the Mariners on my podcast before, but I'm like a diehard Mariners fan. I've been through it all, man. Like all the, all the years of false hope, man, but okay. <laughs> you're going to change it, my man. You're going to change yeah. <laughs> it. So um, I know I asked you before the show, but I'm going to ask you again, have you ever been to Seattle and then kind of how, ex- I mean, you just kind of mentioned how excited you are to play there, but yeah, man, have you ever been to Seattle and how excited are you, are you to like kind of get up to Seattle and spend some time in the city? Uh, so no, I've never been to Seattle. Uh, I've been to Washington once. Um, my junior year, we played Washington State. Uh, so that's the only time I've been up in that area. Uh, but again, like everything that I hear is like people kind of calling me or texting me and saying, man, like Seattle is sick. You need to go up there. One of my good buddies that I played college ball with, he was from that area. So he was like, kind of same things like dude I've been a diehard Mariners fan you know since I can remember like he's like you're gonna love it up there the city's awesome um so again like nothing but good things that I keep hearing uh from it so I'm I'm excited to get up there and kind of take it all in yeah man you definitely got to hit up the Pike Place Market they got all the good food they have all sorts of cool museums and everything it's it's actually like a really really beautiful city Uh, yeah you'll definitely love it bro it's like it's just it's it's dope. It's dope. I'm not better, gonna go to Is it better than Erie, Pennsylvania? Oh man, come on. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> no snow, man. It just rains a lot. That's about the only thing. You'll get, yeah, those, that's not here. you'll get those rain delays for sure. <laughs> so one last question for you, Will. Any advice for the young athletes out there chasing their MLB dreams? Yeah. Um I mean, it, it might be cliche, but I've always kind of been like that underdog um, and I kind of feed off of that. Like I've almost every step of my career, I've had people tell me like, you're not going to be able to go play division one. Or once I started pitching, they're like, you're not gonna be able to get drafted. So I've always kind of like had that. And um, so my, I've always played with kind of like a chip on my shoulder trying to prove everything, everybody wrong. Uh, But it was always, I had to outwork everybody. Um, it wasn't like I was gifted with this unbelievable talent. Like I had to kind of work to, to where I'm at. So don't underestimate hard work, like just get in there, whether it's the gym, whether it's eating, whatever you need to do to get to where you're the best version of yourself, beat somebody else at it. You're not just competing in between the lines. You're competing in the gym. You're competing in at school. You're competing in the, in the kitchen, you're competing in every aspect of it, beat other people at it. And so I, uh, I think that's probably the best advice. Ladies and gentlemen, Will Vest, Seattle Mariners pitcher, former Tigers pitcher, all the good stuff. We're going to be tuned into your journey, my man. I'm excited for you and thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah. Thank you, man. No problem.